Welcome back to the UK Property Market Stat Show, week 30. Can you believe we've been doing these for 30 weeks? And this is a show for estate agents, letting agents, and anyone who wants to know what's really happening in the UK property market. For those of you who have not watched the UK Property Market Stat Show, the show is a show where each week I'll get a special guest. This week it's James, Forrest, James Forrester. We'll come to him in a second. And we look and analyze at what's happening in the UK property market right here, right now. Now, the vast majority of stats that are out there in the in the UK, your land registry figures, are, uh, are, are dealing with sales that completed three or four months ago. And as you, I don't know if you're aware, but it takes on average 19 weeks for a property to complete from sale agreed. So the, the information that you're looking on in the land registry is for sales that were agreed literally last autumn. Your details from your Halifax and your nationwide um, data sources and, and, and um, indexes, they're dealing with sales that were agreed around uh, January, February time, and mortgage offers coming out literally three or uh, probably about even six, eight weeks ago. But we're dealing with right here and right now as Fatboy Services. And by looking at what's happening with the number of properties that are coming on the market, the number of properties that are being reduced, the number of properties that are being sold, the number of sales that are falling through, we know months and months and months in advance where the trends are going to go in this UK property market. Today, I'm joined by James Forrester, who is pretty big in the game when it comes to the property market. He's always out there being quoted in the national and regional presses about what's happening in the property market. This is his second time on the UK Property Market Stat Show, and he did a, such a fantastic job last time. We invited him back. James, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Great to be back on. Lovely. It doesn't look like you're in the UK at the moment. Unless... No, I've, heard, I've heard the weather's pretty terrible back home. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm in sunny Spain at the moment. So, uh, yeah, as you know me, I'm a workaholic, so I'll uh, I'll still jump on it while I'm on holiday. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, so, uh, James, we're dealing with week 30, uh, mm -hmm. which is, just for the benefit of everyone, is Monday the 24th of July all the way through till Sunday the 30th of July inclusive. Um, obviously, that week 30 will fall differently in different years. But in parts of this show, we compare this standalone week against the other standalone weeks. And we also look at year to date figures as well. So, James, I think what we should do is let's let's uh, let's start rambling and let's jump straight in. How's that? So um, this week, we're starting off, as always, with listings, because it is very, by nature and natural that we start at the top, where we look at the supply of properties. Remember, uh, like all economic things, it's all about supply and demand. OK, it's interesting that in 2008, the number of properties that came on the market uh, between um, back end of 07 and early 08, the number of properties that were on the market, the stock of properties nearly doubled in six months. So what happened is too much, as, as every GCSE um, year, year nine student would know, if you have too much of something and not enough demand, the price goes down. That's what affects house prices, supply and demand, good old fashioned economics. And we're starting with listings, okay? So this week uh, we have listed as a, as a country, 32,232 properties. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll just, just have a look at the graphs and then we can discuss them at length. The year-to-date figures in terms of the number of properties that come on the market so far this year, just under a million. And again, compared to other years to date, they're all looking very similar apart from 2020, where, as I said, obviously we had uh, two months away from the market. Average price of a property coming on the market is 416,000 minus 500. And the number of uh, properties that have come on the market, like we said, 32,000, that is how it compares to the rest of week 30s so let's start from the top thoughts on this james um pretty much where we expected it to go really um you know um we're back to the normal market that's where we we should be this is you know if you're looking at 217 218 this is exactly where the market was and you have to roll up your sleeves and uh, win listings uh you know from that you know uh you can see the little jumps there uh obviously coming through but you know obviously there was uh there was some interesting uh, incentives, let's put it that way. So it was worth getting your property on the market when you've got some good incentives out there. Yeah. Obviously, it is slightly falling yeah, from that, but it's still but strong. It's, but if you look, if you look, I mean, we're going into the summer months when it does naturally fall. Because everyone's on holiday like me. Yeah. 
lucky swine. Um, <laughs> and again, I think what the, what's interesting to notice is that if we compare ourselves to 1918 and 17, we have a slow start. Then, then for a couple of months, as you can see uh, this in the week between week three and week 11, pretty steady. We then go on the roller coaster of Easter and May Bank holidays. Obviously, this year we had the uh, the coronation as well, and now we're just back into a normal market when it comes to listings. Um, again, year to date, just under a million houses that come on the market. Um, interestingly, there are uh, twenty two million uh, properties that are privately owned in the UK. If memory says well, there might be a few more, a few hundred thousand on top, but near as damn it, that's where it is. The average price of a property coming on the market, 416,000. Last week, 421. Last week before week before that, 436, 431, 442. Four, four, I can mix in my numbers up. Um, again, pretty stable in terms of the type of properties that and the average price coming on the market. We will be looking at the regional breakdown in a second. Um and again, and just to say, Chris, I think what's interesting on that as well is especially where we are now today and a lot of estate agents do ask i get messages asking you know for you know my advice what am i thinking is people who want to sell now will sell and they will sell at what their property is worth today you know we're not in a growing market now so you can't add that 30 50 000 on top because you're likely to get someone who needs it and will just bid it in a in a in an upward trend so we are seeing some really good figures of exactly where the market should be right now today for me it's quite boring and vanilla isn't it yeah it is. It's, uh, it's 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 not it's not all doom and gloom as like many others like to suggest. I couldn't possibly confirm or deny anyone who is a doom and gloom merchant. Uh, uh, this is really important, ladies and gentlemen, who are watching the show. Is this one of the first signs of a of a property market that is getting challenging? Is if everybody dumps their houses on the market. Okay, so if that pink line decides to go like a rocket upwards, that is our first sign. Of a, of a problem okay yep. now again everyone you know certain commentators were commenting that you know that by this time this year everyone would be dumping their properties on the market well we haven't seen it yet have we now that's not to say it won't happen and we yeah. don't specifically talk about house prices in the, in this we did talk about it last week mind you uh but we don't specifically talk about house prices but this is what will affect house prices any I think you're making a good point there, Chris, because I think, you know, the, the key thing is, is is stock. You know, that, that's what it comes down to for, for estate agents. You know, their life is all about stock. Uh, but actually, if you had a downward trend, estate agents actually prosper better because, of course, price, prices would be cheaper. So, of course, you can sell more because they're more affordable in that way. But what you have to look at now, it's 2023. It's very different to, say, 2008, 2009. Um, um, which obviously we can't see here, but I think it's worth reminding people there's a bit of a generation gap of what we've gone through previously. And I think one of the big things here is people will put their market on now as if they need to move. And that might be for job relocation, schooling. They might be downsizing. You know, they're, they're, you know we have an old population now, uh, you know, especially in England and Wales. And people now might be releasing that equity in their property, downsizing and actually using it to go and enjoy themselves, go on nice cruises, maybe pay for medical bills, you know, want to go private, don't want to be on NHS waiting list. So, you know, when we're looking at this at the moment, 32,500 for week uh, for week 31 uh, that we're on now, um, uh, it, it's it's very good, uh, you know, from that. It's still showing that we have a strong market. And yes, we don't know the future. We don't know what's going to happen. But as you say, trends typically seem to always come true. And and what are your thoughts with regard to if we did have ha a house price drop? Should 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 vendors be afraid of that? Um, not necessarily, because I think what we what we've had over the last couple of years is. Or should estate agents be worried? Well, both. What do you think? Well, estate agents should tell the truth and advise their clients correctly is is number one um, on that. And base it on evidence. Show what's going on in the market right now today, um, you know, on this. You know, yes, there are still agents out there. Unfortunately, uh, there's a small percentage that will tell the client what they want to hear just to win the listing. Uh, and that's not the way it should be. So they, they need, need to be based on the evidence. What is the price per square foot in the areas? What, what they should be uh, really achieving for, not on what they may think it's worth at an inflated price. You can do that in an upward trend market. So if you've got prices going up, uh, so for example, through 2020 to 21, we saw prices increasing and no one knew what was going on. It was a crazy time, but you could have stuck an extra 50,000 pounds on the property price 
And the chances are someone would have bought it because they were worried they wouldn't find anywhere else because there was a lack of stock on the market. Your figures just showed that one. What came on in 2020 was one of the lowest in the last sort of seven or eight years. Mm. So people were scared uh, and were prepared to pay uh, what they had to to get, you know, to get not not probably not to get really on the ladder, but to secure the property they needed in an area that they wanted to be at. So I'm still very confident in the area. I just think all we're doing is going through an adjustment. We're starting to to plateau out, which is what I've been saying all year, is that we will start to plateau out towards the back end. And then going forward is going to be the interesting time. I don't have the crystal ball. If I did, I'd have won the Euro lottery many times over and over. But I'm pretty confident that we will start to see that little tick uh you know increasing you know i i build properties as well for a living so you know it's a tough time at the moment for building because obviously construction costs are up but then there's a lot of red tape through the councils to get you through uh, developments through planning uh etc cetera, etc cetera. but there's a lack of shortage and people will say you can't use the supply and demand you can't use supply and demand but unfortunately that's how our world works that is how our world works i mean uh, I, I know you're aware but some of our viewers might not but my daytime job is that i'm a ghostwriter for a state and letting agents writing articles out their local property market and the article that i'm publishing this week is the 14 reasons why you shouldn't fear house prices and you know one of the 14 is is that 2023 is not like 2008 you know a lot of people have built in a huge amount of equity in their in their properties compared to 2008 a lot of people, vast majority, 17 out of 20 people are on a fixed rate mortgage. So therefore, it's not it's not going to hit it like a tsunami straight away. The banks are prepared to lend money as well. And everyone has been stress, stress tested up to six, six and a half. Now, of course, the stress testing didn't allow for inflation with food and things like that. But again, everyone has to cut their cloth accordingly. And it might mean you have to get rid of the Sky package or the having a new phone next year or or going on holiday. But I think people realise when you've built up so much equity that you've got to keep on to your house, come what may. And again, here's a, an interesting stat. You know, if you roll the clock back, James, a year, the average first-time buyer was taking a mortgage out with 29% of their household income going on the mortgage. Now, today, it's 39%. So let's all run around like headless chickens going, end of the world. Okay, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I think it's and I think it's a good one for first-time buyers, Chris. I was just going to say for first-time buyers, if you actually look at the market, anything up to, and obviously it all comes down to regional here. But if you've got first-time buyer market really going up to the sort of three hundred thousand pound mark, yes, their mortgage would have increased, but it's not increased dramatically. Right. Well, let me leave you this. Let's leave you this thought, okay? Because everyone's quoting this stuff about average house prices versus um, uh, average house prices versus average income, okay? I don't think that's a particularly very good measure. I think just how much, the simple fact is this, how much of your take-home pay do you have to pay on a mortgage? Yeah? Because that's really what it comes down to in this yep. world. And the bottom line is this. In 1998, it was 48.7%. We have got interest rates, I've got to go much, much higher. They've got to go up to 8 9 10% before we get to that sort of level. Okay? Yep. So let's just, you know... I don't, know, I don't know about you, James, because I know you're in the press all the time, but I send these pretty damn good news stuff to the newspapers and no one publishes it. As soon as you give them something that's a little bit doomy gloomy, oh, they're on it like a tramp on chips. Oh. Well, as you know, bad, bad news sells, Chris, bad news sells. Oh, don't get me get wound about that. But that's why estate letting agents, it's your responsibility to, to become the voice of your local property market and tell people exactly what is happening. And do remember that you can use these stats on your appointments. Now, if you go to the, my YouTube channel in the description, you can look at all the stats. There's graphs galore. Um, I ask that you don't use them on social media. But I'm happy for you to use them personally. If you want to use them out on social, out on your valuations, please feel free to do so. Okay, should we carry on? Let's get back. We're going to get off my soapbox now, uh, and uh, James, and let's get back on to price changes. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Price changes. So we're at twenty one thousand six hundred seventy nine last week. Twenty three week before. Twenty four. Twenty three. Twenty two. So shows that agents are are shifting their stock um this is working out they are uh reducing approximately 12 to 13 percent of their stock per month is that yeah. enough i i well i think i think there's been a big change recently i think you know uh, you know about six seven weeks ago i think a lot of estate agents were sort of starting to look and just maybe starting to worry a little bit inquiry levels dropped dramatically 
uh, on this. Now, obviously, that comes down to, unfortunately, interest rates. As soon as the Bank of England decides to increase them, the banks don't know where to set the rates going forward, especially within the two-year ones. But a lot of people think too short-term in property. If you're if you're moving, and this has always been my advice, if you, if you if you have to move, you know, so, you know, and this is the key thing, if you have to move because it's a job relocation, schooling, whatever the case may be, you've got to look at it. If you think the rate's dramatically going to drop in the next couple of years, then go on a two-year one. You can know what you're going to pay then you take the risk on that. If you're not too sure, you don't know where it's going to be, and you look at a five-year one, which actually the rates on a five-year at the moment are not a million miles away from where they were a year ago if you were trying to get a five-year. They haven't jumped that much uh, altogether. Then you would do that, and you would secure it. You know where you're going to be for the next five years. Probably yeah, and humans don't like uncertainty, do they? Um, no, well, well neither, neither do lenders. Um, you know, So the two, the two go hand in hand. But that's the difference. You've got to go off today's market. And that's one thing I say to anyone buying a property when they go, I'm going to wait. Well, what are you waiting for? If you're going to be waiting to what the rates were back in uh, 2017, 18, 19, 2020, for example, as well, then it's a bit like a sale. You know, you had a chance to get it. You didn't get it. It then goes back to normal prices. And this is what's happening within the property market to circle. Now, your worry, of course, is if you keep waiting, and a lot of people are saying they're going to wait. That's especially in newspapers at the moment and, and all the media, that everyone's waiting, waiting. Well, once you decide to start buying, because if rates have come down, there might be some incentives, we're getting to an election season soon, so we're all going to see the fun and game start again, then guess what will happen to prices when you've got a load of demand again with very little stock? The price rise will just slightly start to increase. Oh, you, you can't judge the bottom of the market. You don't know the bottom until you've gone through it. No, and yeah. again, it's like waiting for the next telly. We all say, oh, yeah, we're going to wait for the next telly. But just as you're waiting for the next telly to come out, the next telly's been announced. Yeah. And eventually you'll be in your 40s and 50s and you'll be still waiting. Sometimes you've got to get yourself in there. And again, that's what you should be doing as estate agencies. You're not, your job is not just there to sell houses. It's to be, look at what Purple Bricks did. Local, hey, property experts come on guys this is what anyway let's move on and go back to sales and this is gross sales and this week we have sold 21,440 week before 217 21 the week before so yeah it's uh, it's bumbling along quite averagely there isn't it that's not end of the world is it no, it's not end of the world. And look, there is going to be dropouts. So, you know, people watching this will might be thinking, oh, yeah, but there's dropouts happening. Well, we're so, going to get, we're going to look at the dropouts. We're going to get onto that. Okay. Yeah, look, I think, I think, I think that's fine for where we are for, for week, for week 30 coming into week 31. You know, it's, it's where we expect it to be. Look, look, you know, conveyances are on holiday, so things will be paused. You know, I'll expect to see that jump again, you know, uh, in uh, in September. So I can't remember whether that'd be week, what, 35? Well, maybe 30, week 37, give or take. We'll expect that to jump. So I'll be interested to see that when uh, when you do that one in week 37. Good stuff, mate. Uh, cumulative year to date, we're just on uh, two-thirds of a million gross sales, which, again, if we are comparing ourselves to 21 and 22, don't you, you'll just be beating yourself up they were exceptional years yep. and again gross sales from 2020 catching up and again you know uh, we'll come and look about we'll come and look at 2020 net sales which will obviously has been taken into account through through gross minor gross sales minus and uh fall throughs which we'll come into a second that that's going to catch up soon which i think is fascinating and now the average price of a property being sold this week 353,838 Last week, 355, week before 361, week before 363. Now, there, there seems to be a tonality there that the, the average price of a property coming on the market is 4, 420 to 440. Uh, in fact, we'll just have a quick look at the stats now. Hold on a second. Here we go. So the so there is a bit of a difference between the, the percentage difference. But as I said, I have I have learned that nothing to worry about too much as long as it, that gap doesn't get particularly big. The gap this week is 17.7%. That's the difference between 353 and 416. It, earlier in the year, that got to mid-20s. Uh, and that's when there is a disparity between what's coming on the market and what's selling. And we do have those stats regionally based, ladies and gentlemen, that you can watch if you want. Um, let's get back to to um, to, to sales. Um, the, yeah, they're, they're just pretty, just average. But let's move on. Um, and that's the year. That is the year standalone week in terms of sales. Look how twenty twenty rebounded. I, you know, again from when you were, you know, literally if you go back 
to uh, the weeks that um, during lockdown, we were selling less than a thousand houses across the country in a week. Let's do four. So um, you, have to, you have to remember now in 2020, if um, I might be wrong here, but I think if we checked, I bet you this is where the big stamp duty uh, started to come into force as well, where you could buy up to half a million at 15,000. Uh, 15, it was around it was around July time. So I think you, you're bang on there. Um, let's have a look at fall throughs because it doesn't matter if you sell them. You've got to get them. And let's, be on, and let's be honest, that was the best time to sell really or buy a property. Was was then record low interest rates, so many incentives to buy. If you're a key worker, you got discount off from the house builders as well. So that was the big one. The uncertainty, of course, was your job. Um, and that was a bit like 2008. And, and that's what people have to remember. We're not going through that now. The the job market is still is still got record employment. You know, unemployment, you know, it, it it's at record lows still. Yeah, and I, I mean, want... yeah, uh, in, uh, unemployment at the moment is is around 3.6%, which yeah. is really, really low. And I've been doing some stats for my clients in, in some locations, it's one point something, you know. You know, they're, they're, okay, even in the estate agency world, like all the viewers watching this, we're fighting for good staff at the moment, you know, and we're having to pay more to get good staff, you know, because you want to pay your staff right, obviously, to make sure that they're advising the clients right as well, buyers or sellers. Okay, so fall throughs is something that's, that's been hot topic in the last mm -hmm. few weeks. And uh, for the last, uh, the average number of fall throughs that have been taken place in the in the five weeks before was an average of 6,447. Um, yeah, I mean, let's just bring that back. Hold on. It, uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, isn't it, Chris? You know, I've seen it through my own agency. Yeah, but, but they dro it's dropping. Yeah, it is dropping. Um, but it's, you, you know, you're going to get it. You, you get it as part of the business anyway. Yeah. You know, we're all used to it. I think at the moment, no, it's a little bit out of state agents' control. I would say most of the drop-throughs will be from... Because conveyancing takes so damn long at the moment to get through, and that that's a big part of it. And I'm I'm sorry, conveyancers might then start to jump jump on your uh, social media here and start to slate me for this, but it's far too long. You know, four five uh, four five months to complete on a sale is ridiculous. And between that, if if there's a, a an interest rate change, and the the lender can find any way out to save themselves money because it depends on what they've done then they're going to cancel the mortgage then your sales dropped you know it's it's, it's fallen through yeah you know, I'm, just... I'm i'm hearing some stories especially from the northwest where where you know it, you know mortgage offers are running out and i just my advice to you mm -hmm. every estate agent is make sure that you put on the memorandum the sale that the you know when the mortgage offer runs out and yeah. you actually instead of ringing up an estate a, a solicitor saying where are we remind everyone in the chain and if you're not doing it why don't you pick the phone up to the agents down the chain so just reminding you my first time buyer's mortgage offer runs out in three three months time yeah i think what we what we've started advising um uh from that and it might help some other stage is you've got to pay more for your legal costs to go with better firms uh who can actually do it you know yes look we all want to pay cheap you know not many people want to pay and unfortunately we're in an industry that no one wants to pay high fees no one wants to pay conveyance to high fees they all want to pay the lowest for the, the biggest asset they'll probably or the most expensive asset they'll own um but it does a lot of disjustice you know so sometimes you are better off paying more uh, to make sure it will get done and you're not just a number in a chain you've actually got when an estate agent and i'm sure many people watching this will know when you ring up for your updates and you're doing your sales progression the sales progression to chain to chase up and you just get told we'll get back to you when we've got an update that's not acceptable you know anymore you need firm facts you need to know that everyone is working to the same speed to get the job done which is to give you that buyer the keys to the house that they want to move into and the seller can move on to their new new life and a new chapter wherever they're going bang on let's finish off sell, um sell fall throughs and this is the percentage which i think is actually a more important stat than the actual numbers uh ignoring that blip at christmas because the sales are low and the set fall through rates it just really does screw the figures up so you can kind of ignore that blip you can quite clearly see here that back in the autumn fall through rates were around the early 40s the average for the whole quarter was 38 point something percent. And as I said, we, we kind of got used to around the 20 percent mark. And what was interesting is this. It's almost like the straw that breaks the camel's back. Agents are kind of expect around. I've got used to 20 percent. Now, this is this is this is something I was talking to an estate agent 
every estate agent says one in three house sales will fall through. We are at less than one in three. We're at 29%. And people are going, ah. Yeah. And I think, well, is that because of our perception? Our perception is, is that we've been at 20 and we're kind of used to the one in five and not the one in three. Or is it just because we're a bit more sensitive about it? I think we're, I think I think we're more. I, I think it's a bit of both. I think the sensitivity is there now because obviously every day there's there's going to be something in the media about the housing market. So I think it's there anyway. So um, nothing to really worry about. It's pretty normal for where we need to be. Okay. But at the end of it, as agents, we obviously would love it to be zero, but we're not all perfect. So you know, it's all about qualifying the buyers, making sure. Um, it's just one, you know, making sure you can get that chain through as much as possible. It's the one thing I don't like within the industry is chain sales. Not many other countries go through this. You know, I'm currently sat in Spain. They don't do chain sales here. There's no such thing, uh, you know, on this. Um, there needs to be something. I think if anyone's watching this and they can find that gap, then I think they'll be uh, happy people overnight because that's one thing that could change the property market in the UK pretty quickly. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a number of, not sticking past the solutions, but one thing I particularly, I am outsourced sales progression will get your sales down in a lot of cases to nearer 12 weeks. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm a huge believer in reservation agreements, uh, which again, if someone's on the fence a little bit, because how many times has someone fallen out because their solicitor never got back to them and the wife's having a go. So you go, I'm pulling out. But in reality, if you've got a couple of grand on the line, that just makes you think. So, so yeah. it's interesting you say that, Chris. Apologies for the background noise. The tractor's just pulled up. <laughs> I am in a, I'm in a motorhome traveling Spain. So I uh, so I expect a little bit of background noise where I am. But it's interesting you say that because uh, as for my agency, and I'm obviously not going to promote it out because it's not the show, um, but we've just put that in place now. Going forward is reservation fees. I've seen another agent do it who I have a good relationship with in a different area. I've asked them, and like they've said, if you, and like they said to me, it's very simple. Like, James, you have a big, um, new build background and i went yep yeah. they went every sale you will do i went we take a reservation fee 100 we do it's locked in straight away i went why we're we not doing that in the second hand market like you've just said if you know people get the moment we're in a buyer's market so you could go and have a look you're a bit worried there's a lack of stock out there um you know for, for agents in general if you looked at the number of agents in, in england and wales so the amount of properties coming on is not a lot of stock per agent let's put it that way the difference is your buyer could look at it and go well that'll do it at the moment i'll take it they go two months down the line, you know, everything's still going. We've shelled out all the money for marketing. You're running around, you know, headless chickens to make sure that everyone's happy. And then on the third month, they go, oh, the house on the streets that we've really wanted's popped up. You know what? We'll go off there. The conveyancing people very likely will just move their fees over. They're not going to lose, lose the business. But as agents, we do lose the business. Now, if you had a reservation fee in there, they would think twice about that. Now, there has to be caveats in that. You know, a lot of things in regards to if anything comes upon the survey, something should have been disclosed that wasn't disclosed on the marketing material, etc. You can find that out very easily what to put in place. But I do think they should come in thick and fast. And I do agree with you what you've said. It needs to be something half decent to, you know, and if you're a buy, you know, uh, to, to lock them in. And if you're serious, then why would you not pay it? Bang on, mate. Absolutely bang on. Um, let's just whiz through these national figures. So the seven year weekly average that's not the average for week 30 that's the average for all seven years every week is a fall through rate of 24.28 percent that surprises a lot of people and i said this week we are at 27 percent. last week we've been running around the 30 percent, so that's good and um, let's move on so that's the number of fall throughs 5952 uh, i don't know why that oh hold on there we go there we go uh, let's move on to net sales so this is gross sales in the week less fall throughs and um, we are running at 92.3% of the 17, 18 and 19 average. So you can see here, this is where the things took off, went back and then she, she took off with, with the stamp duty. And the pink line is 20, is this year, the white dots are 17, 18 and 19 average. Um, and a cumulative year to date, 507,500 uh, net sales, which means we are 92% of 17, 18, and 19. Thoughts on net sales? Um, yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? As you say, we can we can certainly see that we're slightly down uh, on that, but not unexpected, I think, with uh, the news and what's been going through. 
Um, you know, I think the, the constant interest rate increases will, will have an effect on this naturally. But we're sort of peaking. Inflation's starting to come down now. I think people are getting used to interest rates are going to be staying. They're not going to be going down to 1%, 2%, uh, you know, on this. So, you know, I, I look, I've always looked at it. I know it's not on the screen, but I always base my figures off 2008. That, that that's when people had to sell you were losing your jobs you know you were forced to sell um and net sales i think over the whole of the whole of the the year of 0809 if you were looking at it which was the worst year in the market was around the 700,000 mark give or yeah, take it was just it was just very late 600s uh, i'm i'm calling it 885 for the year yeah. Yeah. Uh, so and that's my benchmark that's what i go off you know if it's under that then we should be panicking and i think everyone would be panicking on there but if you look at that now five hundred and seven thousand from where we are i've noticed an, uh, an increase dramatically uh or uh sales agreed uh going forward um i think a lot of them will not fall through uh obviously i'm pessimistic so there's got to be a little bit you know in there but i think yeah i think i think you're right i think we'll probably end up around about 830 840 give or take myself okay. and i think that's going to be a great year with what we're going through i think it's uh, i think that'll be a great year overall and actually it's a bit more enjoyable because i think for agents watching this you've got to look at it we've had an easy couple of years you oh. know from that in we've been all the takers haven't we yeah, no. if you go back to go back to your screen a second there, Chris, if you don't mind, please. Which one? The next one we arrow that one. So if you look there where it dropped dramatically here, that was when wine sales took off dramatically as every estate agent was worried about losing their business because all their sales literally were falling through uh, completely and they were thinking they're going to lose their business on it. And if you just look at the difference, in the last few years, we've had it quite easy. We, you know, you haven't had to do a lot. You know, we did all, if you're in 2020, everyone started doing a lot of blogging, video work, et cetera, et cetera. Some of it's carried on, some of it's stopped. Agents have done their own different things. But now you've got to roll up your sleeves. But isn't it enjoyable now that you can actually have the clients actually want to have honest conversations with you now? They're actually asking you, what's the market like? And they want to listen to what's the market like. It's not like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to you, but add an extra 50 grand on my price, will you? Because that's what I believe it's worth. They actually now do want to listen. Not everybody. There is some people who, unfortunately, are still... Uh, in cuckoo land on what their property prices are worth unfortunately but the serious sellers understand the market and as long as you're backing it up with evidence little things like this are golden to be showing what the market's like so if someone's on the fence about selling and they're not too sure because they're worried about it just show them the stats the stats don't lie you know and then your job will make it a lot easier for them in fact, you could say that newspapers are doing us a little bit of good sorting out the week from the chat. Interesting, I just had a look whilst you were talking about that. The fall through rate in 2020 for the first after was around 50 to early 50s percent, which is up here and it was constant. So yeah. just 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 take that with a not with a pinch of salt, but just be aware of that. I remember that time very well. Okay, so um all the what we're about to we're about to whiz through very quickly the the regional stuff red, red is bad green is good um interestingly you'll notice that an awful lot the tonality that everything goes up and down at the same sort of rates um these are available for your own personal benefit on youtube go to youtube look at the description of the video and there's a link down the bottom and you can download them and i'm happy for you to use them not on your social media, but I'm happy for you to use them um, in your valuations and for, for the purposes of, you know, comparing yourself uh, with, you know, with your previous years on your CRMs. Um, so we're just going to that. So you can quite clearly see that nationally fall throughs have been going up, hence the more reds. The price changes, green is good. So again, price changes going up. Interestingly, the number of listings that were, you know, were quite high and low, but this is the up and down of the, of the, um, the, the uh, Easter and bank holiday season. So if you average those out, they do come in at the same sort of level around uh, early 32,000. 32, um, let's go and have a whiz through the, 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 the regional stuff. And we start off with the East Midlands and notice how everything is roughly the same. So if you, you know, I could, you could literally put your hand over the different regions and they all have the same tonality. You know, it's all red, you know, it's all up and down at the same sort of levels. Um, as I said, we're not going to spend too much time here because we could have a geek fest and James needs to get back to his sangria. Lucky swine. 
Um, I, I want to jump back in the pool. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you put your polo top on and not your string vest that you that you did have on before you, before you switched on. Um, and again, there's lots of stats here that you can have a look. I mean, again, fall throughs seem to be the the hot topic at the moment, and as you can quite clearly see. That you know the fall through rates dropped last week in London. Fall through rates still quite high in outer London, but again, have you noticed here that the fall through rates are constantly lower in the north than they are the south? Do you notice that? So yeah, red, yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, it might, it might obviously house prices typically in the north are cheaper as it's seen. There will be pockets that you know obviously are expensive areas, but overall, you know, in the north you typically have a lower price point as well. Um, and I think with the wage inflation uh, that obviously that's been kicking in slightly, I think that will have an effect to stop stop dropout rates, not stop them, but make them make them less. Hey, but is it, but the 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 fact that the further south you go, the fall through rate increases. Yeah, I mean, so because I think obviously it's like anything, isn't it? When you're in a, di it, it's not a difficult market. It's just it's you just got to roll up your sleeves. I think when you're in a more challenging market, let's put it that way, then it's usually the top end prices seem to suffer a little bit more because the people who can afford the houses, they start to think slightly different. Where as you say, if you're picking up a house, you know, three hundred thousand pounds, three fifty, then you're still going to go ahead of it because when you do look at the mortgage rates, yes, it's increased. You know, we've all, you know, we've all, we've all, we're all having the burden. I'm having it with my own mortgage, uh, and you've got to pay for it. But you have to cut things, like you said, cut the cloth uh, accordingly. You have to cut certain things yeah. out. Um, only one I disagree with you. I don't think you should cut out holidays because I still think you need a break. But I do, but I do agree. You know, do, do you have to have Amazon Prime? Do you have to have Netflix? Uh, do you have to have the latest Nike trainers? And I know it might be people might be saying, oh that sounds ridiculous but there's a generation gap here and, and and i think a lot of people are speaking to this generation at the moment um you know of they're so used to the interest rates being low and they're not used to what they've used to be i think also at the other end of the scale uh, is people um are not downsizing quick enough if that makes you know your step four is step five is to to get the equity out the property uh to do that you know and they're sort of sitting tight because they want to get the more more money out the property because of course that's their retirement fund uh going forward and i think that's a market that needs unlocked at the moment and we're sort of a bit not stagnant on it but it has slowed down a little bit more than what we're used to it's interesting i'm presently writing an article that proves that if you wait for house prices to come back to get an extra 100 grand it will actually end up costing you at least 200 grand to get the 100 grand back so yeah uh, yeah, we, yeah watch out for that my clients that's coming out in a few weeks time right okay so we've done the national stuff the regional stuff we've always whizzed through which we always do again you can download and compare your office uh your what where your office is compared regionally with the the stats you can download for free shall we now move on and look at the we always focus we always end the show on focusing on a town or a city and this week we're going to shrewsbury Shrewsbury. Do you, you know it? Do you know it? Shrewsbury, not Shrewsbury. <laughs> <laughs> There's Thank a debate you. for you. That could go on all day long. <laughs> Bloody well, could, couldn't it? I, so, I do know it. I do know it. It's a lovely town in Shropshire. Uh, obviously, I don't operate there. Uh, and as you know, to come on here and do this, you can't operate in the areas where you cover. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a market I've looked at um, a lot myself because I've always thought about moving to this area because I do think it's a lovely part of the world. Now, as we all know, and everyone takes the piss out of me on this one, but the software that we've used so far for the rest of the show and the software for this is the 20EA platform called the Insight platform. This is available to estate agents. Uh, 20EA have a diff, lots of different packages. This is just one of them called Insight. Um, 20EA are part of the 20CI group, which uh, use a lot of data for an awful lot of companies around the, the UK and the rest of the world. Um, they do not pay me to use uh, to, to to highlight it. They just give me the software free of charge. You can have this software yourself up to, I believe, three postcodes you can have for free. So what I'm sharing you now, you could have for your own town. Um, and then if you want something more, then you do have to uh, pay them some some silver. Uh, but I believe the prices are very reasonable. Uh, I actually can't remember what the prices are because I don't set it. Do not mention my name, but... This one I'm about to show you now is the Insights platform, which you can have access to if you contact 20EA um, and you can use this because I tell you here now, mate, uh, and I know you've looked at it before, th there is gold in this in this software, especially if you are an estate agent looking to earn, uh, uh, charge higher fees um, and prove that you're worth your money. Okay. So I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm actually currently speaking to them at the moment. Uh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, I, should get, I should be on commission, but I'm not. Trust me. 
Right then, so we are starting off with there. We'll start off with, here we go, new instructions. So for the purposes of this, we are looking at S1, S2, S3, S4, and S5. So that is Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury, and the countryside around it, okay? And let's just remember that the um, average price of a property coming on the market is 341,000. We'll remember this because we're gonna look at the upper quartile in a second. And we can quite clearly see that the number one agent here is Cooper Green Pooks. A great name that is. So let's have a look at what they've been doing, James. So I'm James, I'm just gonna talk and you're gonna jump in whenever you wanna jump in, okay? Yep. No an agent or anything. So Cooper, right. So Cooper, Green and Pooks, their market share has been hovering around 15%, as you can quite clearly see. Obviously had a bad month, but that would that must there you go, that was December. So we'll get we'll let them off on that one. And you can quite clearly see that their average price is 333,000 compared to the average. So obviously they are a middle of the road agent um, and not necessarily been growing, uh, but we'll, we'll delve into that a little bit in a second. Let's go and look at Holland Broadbridge, Broadbridge and they are at 325 compared to, so again, they are- That was a big jump, big jump at the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah, okay. Must've had a good month, probably uh, did a deal on fees or something, who knows? Okay, we'll go and look at Miller Evans. They are looks like they've been hovering around the 10 mark. That's quite spiky. God, what a great name this is. Zaza Johnson and Bath. I love that name. Looks like they're having a great, great um, July there. Well done, Zaza Johnson and Bath for improving your market share there. So they've been hovering around the 8% mark. Uh, and their price is 266, which is quite a difference. So they must be dealing in the lower to mid quartile. Okay, let's go and look at monks again. I don't know if you know any of these. Do you know? Uh, let's do. Uh, I'm aware. I'm aware of monks. Um, they're a good community agent uh, in the area. Uh, they um, they over the last few years when they were doing a lot of the food festivals uh, in the Shrewsbury Quarry Park, uh, you would constantly see monks there supporting the local community. So if they're watching this, uh, keep up the good work, guys. Uh, I really do like your marketing that you're putting across. I do know the next ones, uh, DB Roberts, but I won't comment on them because I have history with them. So uh, I'm quite glad to see their stats. I don't don't mind saying that. Okay, then. So th they seem to be hovering around the five percent. Let's just have a quick look. Interestingly, look here we they have go. a good reach. DB Roberts have a few offices across. They've been there for a long time. Um, uh, Bill and Joe, they're they're lovely people. They've done it, but they've gone through changes. Like a lot of people, you know, obviously an old uh, old school estate agency coming into a modern world, where a few of the ones above there are quite modern agents. In other words, they haven't had to go through that change and and getting used to it and mindset, etc. As well. Um, but interesting. Okay, so interestingly, uh, we've it looks like we've got three big players in Shrewsbury, mm -hmm. um, and then another two. We've got then we've got Zaza Johnson and Bath and Monks. Uh, almost so we've got the we've got the Championship, the Premiership in the three there. Then we've got like two two in the in the in the Championship, and then the others. Interestingly, the the time we were last week, it was like. The, the top four agents took 45% of the market, but there were two huge ones, you know, both with knocking on the door of one had nearly 25, 20, 25% market share. Yeah. Uh, again, we'll, we'll have a look at one, this. The one, the one thing I know about the Shrewsbury market, it's very competitive. Uh, because the, the oh, don't give me that stuff. If I had a town, it if is, I had a town is, for every it time, it's, 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 every it's, time it's, someone said, "Well, my town's different." You're all open, the hard work. They are, but if I opened the agency there, I'm not a million miles away from Shrewsbury, so I could easily uh, go and jump and uh, open an office there. It would take a long time to get up and running in that area. It's a very old school area. Um, you know, it's it's a very older population. Um, they've got new they've got new villages, uh, new new big urbanizations being um, Spanish now because I'm here. Urbanizations they've got new big developments now arriving in the area. Uh, from that, so I think there is a mindset change. And when you look at the S one to S five, like S five is a huge part of the countryside, you know, out there. So any of the agents that are covering the S SY five, and if they're nailing it, they'll be doing really well on their fees. I can assure you. Let's just have a quick look at, so we've just we've just whizzed through those as you were talking. Let's just have a go and have a quick look at the upper quartile. So I'm just going to probably go um, anything over, I don't know, let's go 800, we'll go half a million, okay? So just have a quick look. Yeah, okay. no, two up. There you go. We'll go 600,000, okay? So it looks like Miller Evans, which were, don't think, were they anywhere? Let's just have a quick look. Yeah, they were near the top on the last one. 
first. Yeah, they were, but it looks like Miller Evans, you you guys seem to be the daddies when it comes to the and again, Cooper Green Pokes as again. Um interesting Sam, Samuel Wood and Monks have crept in there as oh. well and Roger Parry. And I think that's the difference there. That's that's just showing that 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 type of agent that can actually get out to the other areas and make sure they can cater for the clients at different price points. Indeed. Uh, and again, let's just have a quick look at this. This is the number of listings per month. And you can quite clearly see here that on average, so we'll take May, for example, 23 properties came on the market above 600 grand and now 22 in 22 and this month, 41. So again, if you're a Shrewsbury agent and, and you and some, you know, say, well, why is it important to get the pricing? Well, look, nearly double the number of houses that are coming on the market. Now, let's just have a quick look at the sales agreed. And again, there you go, the other way around. So on yeah. average, you know, look at May, on average, 23, 24 houses were selling and 15. So again, if you're an estate agent, you can use this information, be the property gurus and say, look, Mrs. Miggins, who with your ever, you know, if you're going to put on an extra 50 grand, you can't because here's the stats. Look at the stats. You know, a picture tells a thousand words. I know it's corny as hell, but it, it does, does do that, mate, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Look, you're 100% uh, right on that. And, and I'm sure a lot of people watching this will probably go, we know, we know. But how many people are explaining it? And I mean, you know, when you're, especially at that 600,000, I would say 750 plus, you know, people think very differently on what they're going to be spending. Uh, you know, when you go into your £1 million, you're going to be going into your, your estates uh, in the Shrewsbury area, probably farmlands as well, uh, you know, land there. And there's going to be, there's going to be a lot more uh, red tape around that getting that through you know from the conveyancing point and your title searches etc so you will naturally see some uh, drop-offs there and it'll take longer to sell but if you're charging the right fee as an agent you don't mind it taking longer because it will all be worth it in the end because you're getting paid the right fee for the right amount of work that you're doing good stuff right so this is just showing stock um and you can quite clearly see that in you know so in july 2021 there were 817 properties in the five postcodes, okay? 905 in July last year, and this 1,326. Is there something happening in Shrewsbury I'm not aware about? Why is this? <laughs> is everyone wanting to move out the area all of a sudden? This is, this is, pretty, this is pretty normal for most of the UK at the moment. <laughs> Basically, this is it's all very good looking at listings. It's all very good looking at sales, but the just general stock levels are an important consideration. And again, we're putting month by month, but if you actually put that into a linear graph, it would you would see a, a sizable jump. So again, I'd hate, you know, if this started getting up here, then we'd have problems. It would be a, it'd be a bit of a panic. Okay. Uh, and again, we can just, let's just have a quick look just for what's names and giggles. Let's just have a quick look at the posh end. And again, there you go. Uh, so again, if I was an estate agent and, you know, the number of properties over three quarters of a million in Shrewsbury, 34 in 21 48 and now 100 see now that wouldn't it doesn't shock me now when now we broke it down more so before it did now we've gone in and it's way over it doesn't shock me because it is an older area uh from that um i actually go in the motor uh, quite a lot to shrewsbury um, and when you end up going onto the outskirts you do see the bigger properties so I would expect the older clientele now are getting to a point that they are going, you know what, it is time to sell and, and move on. It will take longer to sell uh, without a shadow of a doubt uh, and there'll be less transactions on it. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think you'll see that in a lot of countryside sales, uh, you know, from that. And as I say, Shrewsbury, there's a town. It is a town, yeah. It's, um, it's quite small. You know, you can walk around it relatively easily. Once you start to go further out, you're into your driving and, you know, the SY5 area is quite big, for example, so... Interestingly, this is the lower end, the lower quartile, and you can quite, it is yeah, that it, 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 again, it's lower than it was in twenty two, which is the blue figure, but but not. But interestingly, there was more in in twenty one. Mm -hmm. Just interesting. And then let's just have a quick look at the mid market, just for what's name and giggles. So we'll go three hundred. There we go. Again, quite pronounced there. Very similar to the upper end market. So again, using this stats with your punters. On your iPad, you can, you know, you can't just say there's more houses on the market. You can actually prove it as well. Yeah. But let, let's move on. And we are now looking at my favorite graph. So uh, here we go. Just we'll start off here is that. So we are talking July 21 to July 23 compared to July 20. No, sorry, start again. We're looking at July 22 to July 23. How many houses have come on the market compared to July 21? 
through July 22. And the number of houses that come on the market is 10.3% more. So therefore, if you are at 10 point, if you are at monks, you've you've held your own. So I think it's important, you know, we've grown, you know, monks say we've grown our market share by or halls, we've grown our market share by 8.1%. Yeah, nice one, guys. But that's actually lower than what the market's grown. So nice work on Zaza, Johnson and Bath, they've gone and Holland and Broadbridge 22. Okay, so we're going to ignore new instructions, new 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 instruction market share. We're going to ignore sorts of the contracts. We're going to ignore fallen throughs, and we're going to ignore price changes. Although interesting, they look pretty. We'll just have a quick look. They look very similar. I can't see. Is there any corporates in there? I'm not. And you know, I know you've got Taylor Wimpy in there. We can, um, which are a new home, so we can ignore them a second. But there's no one really in there. There's none of, there's none of your, your the the red names. If that's what you're looking for. Yeah, D D B Roberts. They're not. They're they're an independent agent. Uh, they're they're an independent agent. Okay, uh, Miller Evans. Do we know them? Uh, independent, as far as I'm aware. Okay, so isn't that interesting that there's no big corporates? There's no you're not. There's no your Connell sequences or your. Yeah, interesting. There you go. That's an opportunity. Well spotted. Who's who's uh, emu who's emu on by these days? Is that uh, well, well, they're 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 a franchise operation through the Martin and Co network, so therefore they're still an independent estate agent, just using a franchise name. So I consider them independent because the person on the ground is independent and not a corporate and not an employee. Um, my apologies to anyone who who is if, if there's a corporate in there and I'm a, I don't see it. My apologies, but I don't recognise anything. So, but uh, interestingly, what we find with the corporates is is that the price change percentages are much higher. But anyway, here we go, James. I know you know this before, we're going to crack on again. Estate agents are there to move people, aren't they? You'd agree with that statement? Uh, yes. Obviously, for the best price, the shortest possible, with a, a time frame that fits it, with the least amount of hassle, with a fair fee. But ultimately, every, the house has got to sell. And this, right. is where the, this is where the magic happens, okay? A property will only leave an estate agency if she exchanges or withdraws. You agree with that statement? Pretty much. Right, so therefore... For every 100 houses that Cooper, Green and Pooks put on the market, they will exchange contracts on 68.5 and 31.4 will leave. Okay, so the bigger the number on the exchanges, the greater the chance of selling. Now, here we go. Look how tight those numbers are. It's competitive. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I tell so you you yeah. know what you said before when I said this area is a real competitive Ooh. area? Very much so. So... Um, the average for Shrewsbury in the last year is Shrewsbury, or whatever you want to call it, pardon me, is 61.45%. So if I was you move, I mean, they're in the top 10. They're the big daddios. So if my marketing employee, if I was you move, would be, hey, if you've got a greater chance of selling, we're your people. Uh, you've got some people in the 60s. Now, this is really nice to see. I mean, Miller Evans at 71. You've got Hall's. Uh, I was going to say Hall seem to be doing pretty well there if you look at that. Yep. And um, exchange it. So, again, that's quite nice. I mean, um, normally the biggest estate agent does suffer, tends to suffer on exchange level. But look at, look at Miller Evans. Look that's at Miller Evans. Miller Evans, 25%. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, so there you go. Not bad at all, boys and girls. But again, you can use this information to 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 prove that you are worth your pennies. I don't think there's anything else there. We've already done new instructions and sold up the contracts. Let's move on and look at this, which is what would you actually achieve for the property? So what happens is this. So um, the, the, the way this software works is, is that they will look at. So in this instance, they'll look at all of the Cooper Green Pooks 481 properties and they will give an automated valuation model or a Valpal figure. It's not a Valpal figure, but we'll use uh, state agency language for this and work out what did you actually put the house on the market for? And on average, uh, Cooper, Cooper, so this is almost like your overvaluing figure, which, you know, you've, you've got to put a bit of fat in the, in the, in the, in the, in the mix there. So therefore Cooper Green Pokes, 1.2% over what the AVM model considers it worth. Nice and tight here. Zaza Johnson at 0.87 shows that, that they, they, they value quite tight. Uh, Strutton Parker, I would expect a big figure like that simply because, yeah, simply because um, posh houses, you tend to have a bit more, a bit more fat in the game. And there's nothing on Taylor Wimpy because it's new homes. So again, interestingly, that the agents that seem to, should we say, put the fuller prices on Roger Parry and partners and monks. Okay. 
Now we then come and talk about what price did you achieve achieve off your orig original asking price? And we can quite clearly see that Manx get hit the highest at 3.52 and uh, Holland and Broadbridge at 3.47. So, but then it that's all dependent on what you put the market, what you put it on the market for. So what they do is this, instead of messing about with uh, um, percentages, they say, right, if everyone put the same 350,000 pound house on the market, what would they achieve for it? And here we go. Cooper, Green and Pooks would sell that house for 343. Holland and Broadbridge, 341. Miller and Evans, 346. Zaza, Johnson and Bath, 344. Monks, 345. DB Roberts, 344. These are really tight, aren't they? I've, this must be this must be one of the closest ones you've ever done. Very much so. Um, Samuel Wood at three four five, uh, Halls three four seven. Now, ah, oh, Roger Parry three six three. That's nice. Okay, so again, if I was Roger Parry, I could say, Mrs. Miggins, the reason you should come on with me is oh, I'm going to get you more money. Interesting, yeah. But these are really tight. Really, really tight. Okay, so well done for all you guys, because normally if you are number one or number two, these can get hit quite hard. So again, if I was uh, Cooper Greens are going up against Holland Broadbridge, I could actually say I will get you a thousand or one thousand two hundred pounds because the difference between those two figures more than your competitor. Okay, and Miller Evans. Well, they they're going to get five thousand pounds more or four thousand nine hundred. So if they're off again, the wonderful thing about this piece of kit is this. When you're trying to get an extra thousand pounds, this proves that you can get an extra four grand if your numbers stack up. Yep. Okay. Uh, anything to say before we move on? Yep. Let's go for it. Okay. How agent? How quickly do agents sell their houses? And we can quite clearly see that the agent who actually gets the houses away quickest is Belvoir. Well done there. That's what we like to see. Belvoir, nice touch there. Uh, Holland and Broadbridge, 160 days. DB Roberts, 161. Uh, let's just have a quick reminder of uh, Cooper Green and Pooks. Uh, where are they? One seven nine. So you can. This is new instruction. But, is it, but but isn't it ridiculous though? As well, isn't it? When you think about five to six months. Yeah. So look, on average, it takes fifty four days in the last year to get a property from new instruction to sale agreed, and one hundred and twenty one days. And yeah. what's changed? What because nothing's actually changed in regards to. Well, tell about you. you. Okay, um, you know those of us with grey hair, which is you and I, I obviously use Grecian two thousand. He said, "I'm only saying with a, with a chink in my eye." At least we've got some hair, though, mate. Um, <laughs> is I can remember when six to eight weeks was considered the normal. Can you yeah. remember? Can you remember it's, those days? I, I do. I, I just think conveyances have a lot to answer for. I, I get slated all the time for this when I uh, when I attack them for this, but. Nothing's changed in our market. We are like the dying dinosaurs. Everything else has evolved around us, really, apart from the estate agency world. Yes, we've got great prop tech like this now. They can bring it. But in regards to transactions and getting it through to the finishing line, when we get paid, so we are still one of the only industries now still in England and Wales today that we only get paid once the job's finished, you know, all together, is that it's just ridiculous it's taken this long. How, why is it took longer and longer? Even from, as you said, uh, even if you went back a few years back, it would have been still uh, less. So it's got worse. Now, is that an estate agent's fault or is it conveyance's fault? Well, there's, some, there's, there's a lot of things happening in the background. They're not very good at marketing themselves, but trust me, boys and girls, there are people out there that are trying to sort this out, but it is like trying to herd cats. Uh, one of the things that I'm particularly impressed with is Property Mark with what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and also the Home Buying and Selling Group run by Kate Faulkner is something that are actually trying to should we say align the stars but again it needs to be more digital and and i know it sounds hard no, it, that's what they're doing they, they are they are bringing everyone together but if you're not if you don't bring everyone along then you'll get people left off and the it, bus and it is i will say this it is difficult because we are you know we we probably have uh probably the the biggest sort of transaction levels you know, if you had to look at details uh, worldwide on a, on a housing market, you know, we can go into depth, you know, right back where a lot of a lot of areas you can't, it's hidden away, you're not going to find out, people are not as, as fixatious on, you know, if you looked at where I am today, they're not bothered about all these stats uh, here in Spain on it, it's just about if you want to buy a property, that's what it's going to cost you today and that's it and you're going to buy it, uh, they won't go into this sort of in depth, but you take Dubai, like estate agents love to go do, to Dubai, we see it all the time. 
Now, yes, it's artificial, it's new. They had that blank piece of paper and it's all digital. You can do everything not virtually on an app on your phone, you know, to do it all. I can't believe with the amount of money that we spend in the UK, and I and I say, I do understand we have our old housing market stock, but we could start to make, especially on the newer homes or stuff that's been built within the last 10 years from now. So from 2013, a lot of that stuff will be digitalized already to speed up conveyancing very, very fast. And that'll be good all round. We'll stop seeing estate agents going out of business. You'll stop seeing staff leaving because they fall, they're not earning the money that they thought they could earn. And, and unfortunately, if you do have people watching this that are not from the estate agents world, you know, it's a sales game. You get paid commission for doing well. And so you should, you know, you are, you are spending a lot of time. You probably earn at the moment more for selling a car than what you do for selling a house. Hang on. Let's let's uh, finish off with lettings. Um, now again, I sounded very passionate. Then I obviously think about it more while I'm on holiday. It must be the sangria, mate. So um, this is interesting. The average rent in Shrewsbury yeah. um, in um, uh, 2021. It's just bringing it. It's having a think about it now. Bless it. Um, we'll just well whilst we're waiting for that to come up through, so we can see Cooper Green and Pook seem to be the daddios when it comes to new listings for rental. Monks, very very. Have you noticed that the big agents in sales are the same big agents in lettings? Uh, that is again unheard of. Yeah. Um, so this is interesting. So the average rent in twenty one seven six eight, and today UK picked. Well, obviously we already talked about England and Wales, don't we? But that'll be uh, the same around England and Wales. It's it is it is it is unfortunate that rents are jumping. Um, you know, as much yes, unfortunately, that's going to have a lot to do with landlords wanting to increase rent because obviously they need to. They, but, they've, got, they've got mortgages, but not all landlords do. Some are cash. Well, interestingly, that the, um, sixty-four percent of rental properties, the landlord even on renewal keeps it the same or reduces. Yeah, there's not many, you know, a lot of landlords are not greedy landlords. I know they have this saying that landlords are greedy. They're not. You know, they want to provide a good property, you know, at the right price within market. And that's the nice thing about it. If the rental market goes down, the likelihood is your rent will come down, obviously, after the end of your contract. If it goes up, it goes up. So you are in a nice, you know, you are quite nice there where, where don't forget, when you're buying a house, you have your mortgage. You've got to pay it no matter what. So if the market was going down, you still got to pay your same mortgage no matter what. You know, on a rental market, you know, if you've got after your 11, 12 months, you know, that's it. If it's dropped, you know, it's unlikely, unfortunately. But if it dropped, then you could be requesting less. And you also, you do find landlords a lot willing to help. We saw that in 2020. A lot of landlords instantly, when they were contacted by the letting agents and saying, look, people have been furloughed. They're on 80% pay. A lot of landlords agreed to do 80%. And I think, you know, landlords landlords get too much bashing uh, all the time and it should be recognized that without them the uk property market or england and wales especially would be in a very very dire place 100 agree final thoughts for the state and eti agents watching this with what you've seen so far this uh with regard to the stats this week james uh chin up it's not all doom and gloom um, there is obviously don't if you want to build up your social media presence then go out and quote it all but then you won't probably won't have an agency to run because people will sit and wait then for these drops to happen that you keep hearing about you know why would you sell your property now if you're telling them the prices are going to drop dramatically in years to come or, or in, in in the next six months or so i think the difference is your marketing's got to be spot on like you said before you know not everyone likes purple bricks because of the model but they did come out with a lot of good things one they get paid up front but i think that's great um just not enough uh two um obviously local property expert they were the ones creating it a lot of us all spoke about it and we all did it but they had the money and the resources to put it out there in the market now do clients always listen to this absolutely not they won't but it's your job as an agent sometimes you've got to you've got to i put i put a social media post out the other day and saying sometimes you've got to make take sacrifices to succeed i've been slated i'm arrogant you know every name under the sun i've been called by i don't really care because you have to make sacrifices people read into things wrongly a sacrifice might be and i'm not endorsing it like you i don't get it but the 2020 software i'm currently speaking to them at the moment because i do i do like the software it gives a lot of stats and i'm looking at it for my guys and, and girls to sort of say look when you go you know, to your instructions and you've got your iPad and you are competing against, unfortunately, some of the corporates who will do fixed fees. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll drop their pants just to win it and overvalue. We all know how it all works. They can go and go, but look at the evidence. This is live. Independent. Right Independent. Right yeah. Yeah. And that's the key thing. And sometimes that's a sacrifice. You might be looking at it going, it's a lot of money 
to go. I, I can't. I don't know what the prices are. I'm negotiating, but it's by email, so I haven't got them. But it might be a lot for the agents at the moment because, again, when we're spending five or six months waiting for a sale to go through, and then we then we get paid, uh, you know, on this, it's a lot of money. You've got, but sometimes you've got to look at it and go, right, well, is it worth doing that? You know, are you getting out with your blogs? Are you in, you know, advising newspapers? They might go, they don't want to listen to you. We'll keep hitting them over and over again. But you should know that you're in the press, and you know, I I know for a fact that. You know, for everyone, you're not going to get it published, but you've just, you've just got to be the voice of your local property market. It takes a lot. It does take a lot. Don't get me wrong. And I am in the press a lot. Uh, not for no, not not always good news. Uh, you know, uh, the good news doesn't work. Unfortunately, they want the bad news. So you have to have a twist on it. Uh, you know, you have to have your fancy headlines. Yes, it'll rub people up the wrong way sometimes. But the difference is it gets them to read it, it gets you in front of people. Then the real work starts because it's like a CV. A CV is just to get you through the door. That's what your marketing's about, you know, to get into the door until you're sitting face to face. You know, if you looked at them uh, uh, prices, I, haven't, I can't remember, but what was it? 340, 350,000, I think, for S1 to S5 on average there. You know, it, it's it's a lot of money. You know, for someone that's that's their biggest asset. We always talk about this, but I think sometimes as estate agents, we do take it to granted when we talk about these numbers. It's like, oh yeah, it's three hundred fifty grand. So what? It's a lot of money. You know, you know from that, it's our job to show people how professional we actually are to take us out the top five at least trusted professions and start to put us at the top. And I agree with you, with property mark. Uh, you know, on that, um, I think they're doing a great job on it. We are actually now applying for our license. We now want to be. Uh, you know, effectively, um, we want to put ourselves forward to be regulated in an unlicensed world, you know, on this. And I think it's an agent's choice to do it. But I think the more of us who get together, the more of us who are start to sing the same hymn tune, the better this industry will go, uh, the better fees you will earn. So don't forget, you want to earn more fees. You've got a business to run. You have to make a profit to go forward and it will get rid of uh, some of the unscrupulous, unscrupulous agents or the bad agents, let's just call them. My uh, The heat's getting to me. Um, the bad the bad agents uh, in the area um, and become professionals. There's enough, there's enough out there. Yes, stock's tight, but going forward, the stats are showing that we're just going over that curve now and it should start to go more positive. Just the worry is stock. And I think that's what it is, Chris. We're all saying the same. Uh, house builders are all the same. It's all about stock, you know, getting in the materials for what they can do to get it out there. It's stock. That's all we need. But people have got to look at it. If you want to sell, well, there's no, you know, you weren't better off, you know, five or six weeks ago than, than what you are now. You're still right. You know, do you wait another nine months? Well, what, what are you waiting for? You know, if you need to sell, speak to the agent, get three around, go with who you like the best, who's presenting you with all the evidence, not the one who's got the gift of the gab and all the patter, the one who is showing you in SY to SY5, so in between them postcodes as we've covered, exactly who's the best in that area based on everything that they're showing you. James, thank you very much for your insight. That's the end of week 30 for the UK Property Market Stats Show. Next week will be week 31. Where all being well, Brian Mansell will be joining us. He's back on the couch. James, I look forward to all being well seeing you uh, in the autumn, where yes. you'll be jumping back on. I always love your insight. Most importantly, thank you for watching the Property Mar UK Property Market Stat Show. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks very much. See you, everyone.